0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Muriwa Gawaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And for today, we do get into an interesting discussion, something uh, that we've uh, actually addressed um, a couple of times uh, on this platform, and that is the concept of buy now, pay later, uh, which is a business model that really seems, um, you know, to have, uh, you know, gained in popularity um, in the Local market over the last uh, couple of years. Um, those that follow the show know that we've had, we recently had, um, you know, the team from uh, Payflex, which is a buy now, pay later provider, um, in South Africa, um, you know, talking to us. Uh, but since then, there's been some really big developments uh, that have happened in the world. They say that when Apple does something, you know, other people really do come in and take notice. And yes, we're talking about um, the iPhone maker and. They recently came out at the Worldwide Developers Conference, uh, WWDC. Um, they made a lot of announcements around software, a lot of, uh, you know, things, how their hardware is going to work for the next year. Uh, but a lot of people were sort of taken aback uh, when they said that they were now getting into the buy now pay later space. And uh, basically, uh, they have a payment service called Apple Pay and they're going to be allowing um, for uh, you know the buy now pay later model where a person can pay a small amount up front uh, for goods and services online and then uh, split that up into equal um, repayments um, you know over a very short period of time um, a lot of people are going for a month to six weeks um, so you know that has really put um, a lot of attention on buy now pay later providers around the world companies like Affirm um, who's share price took a bit of a knock uh, because everyone thinking that, uh, you know, Apple's coming to eat their pie. Uh, But in South Africa, it is an interesting situation simply because um, Apple does still make up such a small percentage um, of overall smartphone use uh, that you have your local providers um, having, you know, quite a great opportunity to make inroads um, in the market. And for today, we are going to be talking to one of those uh, big players. Uh, that is pay just now they are a financial technology company uh, that specializes in buy now pay later and we're going to be getting into uh, chat just around you know what's making what makes them different you know how does uh, you know the entry of apple you know shine light onto the industry um also at the same time how does uh, buy now pay later actually extend itself even beyond um the world of uh, you know online commerce so to help us to To, you know, get to grips um, to what's going on, we are joined uh, by Craig uh, Newborn, who is uh, the co-founder and CEO of uh, Pages Now. Craig, greetings to you.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for this amazing
0: opportunity. No, no, no. Thank you so much. Now, you heard me, you know, getting, you know, quite a bit, um, you know, a little bit into the weeds in that intro around all the context that's going on at the moment. Before I ask you, you know, specifically about uh, Pages Now and what you guys actually do, um, is the entry of Apple... Um, into the buy-now-pay-later market really that big? And the reason I ask is because I remember the day after they made that announcement, it was all over the place. Everyone, especially in the U.S., was going crazy. But I'm just wondering, you know, whether the same um, can be said about the South African market.
1: So I think the Apple launching their buy-now-pay-later concept is... Is amazing. Actually, it's amazing for our industry. Um, it's yeah, it's unbelievable. Actually, I, I mean, plagiarism is the the greatest form of flattery, right? So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we were we 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 launched in South Africa in 2019, and I think for a consumer to um, benefit, and that is ultimately what is happening here, is one of the world's largest global players is launching the product um it's a better form of credit um and i think it's unbelievable for the consumer and in that the south african consumer as well
0: okay i like that i like that take and i'm sure we're going to be exploring that a little bit more as we go through this discussion and i think that lends itself then to as as uh, pay just now how have you guys sort of gone gone ahead and differentiated yourself because um the more that you sort of get into uh, the space and you look at the different companies, the way that um, companies are approaching buy now, pay later, appears to be different. Um, you know, d- d- just depending on the implementation. We know the simple the basic form of um, you know, you get to an online website, you want to buy something, and then you pay a smaller a small amount up front, usually twenty-five percent, and then you split the rest of the seventy-five percent um into three equal payments over six weeks. I think that's what most people that have encountered this understand. How have you guys set yourselves apart?
1: So I think the first thing is is that you know when before we launched we we really researched this particular space and we realized that South Africans are different right um and we know that um we're South African you know, and on that note, you know our team is south african i we're incredibly proud to be a South African only team and a you know and a South african business and And, you know, uniquely South African in that sense. And we realized that South Africa is different. South Africans do not get paid in two-week intervals. Um, South Africans are primarily salaried um, individuals. And in line with that, we adjusted um, the approach to split your payment into three purchases, three smaller installments um, it's still a free product like the global product right the global the global trend is to split it into four and you pay every second weeks every second week Um, in our particular case we said well i mean that's not really gonna that's not really gonna work for South Africans because we typically get paid a month every single month once a month so how does how does that help you and our goal is to be heroes, or hero to our customer. I mean that that is our goal, and our customers are actually our heroes. So, how do we make them happy? I wouldn't be happy if I got some a collection or a payment going off my account every two weeks, and specifically, possibly when in the middle of the month, or you know, where I don't have any money. So, so how does that help me as a South African? and that was one of the fundamental what is one of the fundamental cornerstones of our business is how do we how do we meet our customer how do we how do we meet our customer and how do we help them as a budgetary tool to meet their cash flow right and and so so we split it into three that's the first thing and so it's a third on the day of purchase on the day that you check out it's either online or in store and it's a third to To start the process it's a third then again on when you get when you have money, which is typically um, which is typically uh, you know you specify the date and and on that date we come and um, we ask for this our second payment, and then typically um it's another thirty days later when you get paid again, so it's very important to align with people's cash flow it's otherwise the challenge that you might face is that you're asking people to pay when they don't, they're most likely not to have money. I mean, there's a, there was an f and um, research piece that came out where it said that 80% of South Africans spend their salary in the first five days of the month. So are we, you know, if we ask you to pay every second week, are we really meeting you? So and, and in line with that, we changed the global model. We said, you know, this is not going to work for South Africans. Um, so, you know, we've got 11 languages. So the people that speak to our customers need to be able to speak those languages. You know, people want to be serviced in their home tongue, um, And that's really important. And people need to feel that they can contact us. So, I mean, this is one, another cornerstone of our model is high engagement, high contactability. And relevance and in line with that we've made it relevant to our customers so we it's a longer term it's not six weeks um it's anyway up to actual two months a third immediately and a third um in the next month and a third after so it, it could be potentially two entire months 60 days um and it's aligned to when you have money Okay. Um,
0: I actually like the fact that, uh, you know, you point that out. Uh, I have a sister who stays overseas and, uh, you know, in the Americas there. And I know that, you know, she was the first person that actually made me aware um, that, uh, you know, there are these two-week payment cycles out there in the world. And I would never actually, you know, uh, thought about it to say that that's possibly one of the reasons why um, you had you know, the model being set up that way because... You know, to my understanding, some of, you know, the biggest adoptions began in places like Australia, um, where you, da- where you do have those two week payment cycles, uh, you know, yet again, and in the UK and all of that stuff. So, you know, uh, that rationale certainly does make sense, uh, from that point of view. And I guess it makes, it then makes sense why it then stretches out to being more of a two month process as opposed to being a six week, um, you know, process like, um, you know, like what you said. But perhaps you could walk us through, you know, how it actually works, the mechanics behind it. And when I say mechanics, I mean, um, for a person who has never tried something like this before, uh, they get to, you know, for now, we'll just use the online example before we get to the in-store one. Uh, but, um, you typically get to the, um, to these checkouts and then you have these options that are there and uh, the piece that i think some people might be curious about is to say the other two payments that you guys then get um you know from the customer are those automated is it me coming you know back to the gateway is it you guys sending a prompt how does that actually work
1: so yeah i think let's maybe take it to sign up right so so, the first thing is is you can engage with us uh, on the web or or on a device that you can download from your favorite device store um, and you can you can start the sign up process the entire sign up process um, the majority of our customers achieve that entire sign up process uh, in, in under a minute and a half um, It is a completely digital onboarding sign up process um and um, we do validations, we ask for your consent um, to be able to do credit checks, we, um, you know, uh, we we're very open about the information that we capture and how we store that um, and, and what we do with it. And um, so you, you sign up really, really, you can sign up really quickly, you immediately um know if you are a qualifying customer of pages now or not. So so within that one minute and thirty seconds, right at the end of it, we actually tell you if you qualify and how much you qualify for. Um, so it's very clear, it's very transparent, um, and it's very easy to sign up. The this the the checkout experience, uh if we go let's talk about online. Online you will see us as one of the payment gateways um on all the major retailers um and you will be able to select pagesnow and you will be redirected to, to pagesnow and if you've already signed up you can you um you'll be able to log in and you'll be able to see the instalments and the dates that those uh payments will come off we we're very transparent about it um and if you haven't signed up at that point you can sign up in the process and your your order will just wait for you while you're busy doing it um but let's say you've now signed up you are then asked to uh, provide a card as to how you would pay for this um the majority of our customers use a debit card um they are highly responsible uh, people and highly reliable um and so we then ask you for your card how you would like to pay for these installments and we then save that card um on our on our platforms and Your subsequent, you pay the first third and we then immediately notify the merchant that you are good to go, they can ship goods. So the good, the shipping process immediately starts. Um, The second and the third instalment, we've told you the dates that they will be on. um, And those are the dates that you've actually told us when you want them to be. We we give you the flexibility to choose. Um, And so on those days, we will the day sorry, the day before, we will actually notify you. We will say, Hey, there's a payment coming up tomorrow. Um, please make sure that you've got funds in your account. Nobody wants a bounce transaction, right? We don't want it, you don't want it. So 24 hours before, we say to you, hey, there's a payment coming tomorrow, please make sure you've got funds. Um, and then we automatically, it's an automated process. So we collect that second and third instalment, they act exactly the same. We will always tell you before we take any money, um, and it's a fully automated process. You may also, if you choose, log in at any point in time and settle one of those installments or all of those installments, you're, you're, you're welcome. And we we, we we welcome that type of behavior of people actually saying, hey, you know what? Um, I just wanna pay this, you know? And w- so you can either manually come in and you, or it's a fully automated process.
0: Whilst you were talking, there was something that was now coming to my mind because, you know, one of the att- one of the attractions um, of uh, pay of uh, you know um, buy now pay later is to- on two fronts. Firstly, you get um, you know as 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 a customer, you can get you know a good you know in again and see you know if i'm buying a pair of shoes i can actually see well, having put a small amount of money down you know are, are these the right shoes do i need to change the size you know etc uh but also at the same time on the merchant side um you are you're, you're probably increasing the number of people that are coming to the site and also giving them cash up front um quite curious maybe you could talk to us just around um, in terms of operationalizing your business, right? What type of funding requirements do you need? I can imagine. Do you need like, from a funding point of view, do you constantly need to have like some huge float that just sits there so that you can uh, settle with all the merchants uh, that you're dealing
1: with? Absolutely, right. So, so um, this business is a is a is a cash hungry business um, because we can we. Guarantee the settlement to the merchants, um, and we settle them in full less our fees, irrespective of the consumer, the customer paying us. Right. So, if the customer pays us, you know, then it's all great, and we square up effectively because there's no fees to you as the customer, there's no interest to you as the customer. So, we are we have to pay that out. The and that was one of the reasons why we um, we brought on uh, the Weaver fintech. Um, business as a as a majority investor in our in our business. Um, They are part of a JSC listed business uh, on on, well listed business on the JSC so they helped us with that capital requirement Um, and that has catapulted us massively into the future because one they understand credit really really well and two We now have access to that massive float, as you put it, um, to be able to settle our um, merchants in advance and and obviously uh, our very loyal and uh, responsible customers paying us back.
0: Mm, yeah, okay, fine. I, I think that makes sense. And just as a quick follow-up to, you know, to that one, I'm glad that you're already talking about, uh, you know, some of the investment, you know, into the company so that you do have access, um, you know, to those funds on hand and the float, et cetera. Uh, talk to us just around uh, the funding journey. It's one of the questions that we'd like to ask, um, you know, your technology startups um because uh, what do you call this it's an important thing um everyone is trying to raise funds everyone is trying to raise money and it's always great to just understand how different people are going about doing it and also more importantly the types um of investors that are become uh, that are you know interested um, i mean what do you call this that are interested in these types of business model or funding this these types of businesses
1: so, so buy now, pay later is quite a quite a, a unique business model because you need two very different classes of funding, um, and it makes raising money for these types of businesses really complex because you primarily get investors that fit into one of two camps. They either are investors that will will will, will fund you. On a equity basis, where you know they will buy a, a piece of your business, and and f- and for that provide you some money, and you can then use that money to scale your business, grow your business, and or scale it. And the second part is that for the actual let, what what we call the book um, is that let's call it a big pool of money that we use to settle our merchants uh, with. That typically comes into these types of businesses as a loan, and you know it's it's loan based funding. Right, because equity is really expensive money, um, and loan-based funding is slightly cheaper money. But you need a significant quantum of money on both of these sides of the fence to be able to launch a business like this successfully. Right. So on the on the equity side, it's um, getting to the break-even points with your business and and uh, being able to scale your business sufficiently. And then on the on the book side is is having sufficient capital to. To um settle your merchants in advance of when you're actually being paid. So the fundraising journey um, for us was uh, it took us almost eight months to close our fundraising. Um it was <laughs> it was very hard, actually. Um I have a background in, in technology and technology startups, but never have I tried to raise money for both sides of the fence. Um and that was incredibly hard. And when we did meet the Weaver FinTech team, it was like a match made in heaven because they understood they understand this type of business really, really well because they've got a very uh, big lending business and a, and a very uh, a big insurance business as well. So they really understand one lending and capital requirements, and and they have extensive expertise in, in credit and management and then secondly because they're part of a big listed group um they have the capital resources to fund this business to the point where it actually becomes self-sustaining and 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 the break even point so um it was a match made in heaven and i mean you know it's it's um when you see your you know when you see your partner for the first time and you you almost instantly know that you'll be married right so um and it was one of those experiences. It was very easy to get across the line. The expertise on their side was amazing. Um, i getting this kind of deal across the line, um, and 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 here we are. Um, I mean, when we when we did the investment, we had thirty thousand customers, um, <laughs> which I mean is is is. Uh, um, and today we we have over three hundred thousand customers. Um, so, so the business has has, and that's been a year and maybe a year and a bit, um, you know, in terms of the growth profile, um, and you know, and the and the business is really now taking off. Um, the big retailers are onboarding, um, so we, I mean, there's some retailers that we are now rolling out, which are going to blow people's minds as to how this works um and we're super excited uh, it's it's been an amazing journey um working with a partner like that mm.
0: no i i think everyone uh, probably wishes hopes and praise, uh you know to find uh that type of an investor or that type of a partner uh to get into business um with and especially where uh, such synergies can come through uh, that tends to be one of the hardest things about running a startup, you know, getting that uh, capital, but also at the same time having, um, you know, a capital provider who actually understands what you need the money for and how uh, the money actually works on the back end. So, you know, really great to hear uh, that you f- that you guys went and found yourselves, uh, you know, that type of a partner, um, certainly wishing that more people can do that, uh, but sort of moving forward. um, um, one of the pieces that I wanted to really explore, we've spent quite a bit of time talking about uh, the online aspect. And when Buy Now Pay Later is pitched, it's most of the time in alignment with E-commerce and online retail types of environments. Uh, but one of the things that differentiates uh, Pages now is the fact that you guys have an in-store option. So I'm very curious to s- understand how that uh, you know how that works. You know, um, because I think one of the key things that I'm trying to understand is um, when when someone gets to the counter right because in both in both in both instances right i'm sort of getting to the counter differently i'm either walking up holding my goods to the counter or i get to check out on a website and that's the equivalent of a counter but at least at checkout you have these payment options all displayed, you know, whether you want to pay by card, by instant EFT, by, you know, a scanning a QR code, whether, you know, all of these things are displayed there and you just decide, okay, this is what I want to try. But in an, in a physical, you know, environment, like what's the, what's the process there? Does a person get to a counter and see like a pay just now logo? Um, or is it, uh, let's say your 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 clerks or your cashiers that actually say, "Oh, we actually have an option where you can do a buy now pay later." How does how does that actually work?
1: So I think there's two parts to it, right? We we we've invested uh, massively in our brand and getting our brand out there and explaining to the South African consumer how this type of um how this type of product works, and we've still got a long road on that, right? We We've got a long road to to continue to educate responsible customers as to how this this product works. This product's not for everybody, right? I think that's one of the key things that I wanted to say up front is is that this is not for everybody. This is for people who are highly responsible um, and manage their finances, um, you know, very well. So I think the first part is if you're not aware of us and you haven't signed up, Uh, yes there is branding at till points we are actively training our uh, in-store partners um, and their staff as to how the product works Um, and we've seen massive success in that Um, and how it how it works in stores essentially i mean from partners well the partners that get the most benefit are the partners that actually advertise on the what they call a swing tag in retail, right? It's, um it's the tag where the price is. Um and on there it will say, you know, the this jacket is a thousand two hundred Rand, or you can pay three payments of four hundred Rand with pay just now. So it, it really sets the tone as to how you know they're interest free, there's no fees, there's no nothing. It's a free service to you as the consumer. Um, and it's that trigger that you need, you know, the, the consumer needs to, to see and understand And I'm talking to someone who does not know the brand, right? So in that case, you know, they typically engage staff in the store, how does this work? You know, that kind of thing. Um, and then it's a sign-up process, which can actually happen from your phone in the store. You download the app, you sign up and off you go. Um, it's fully digital, there's no docs. Um, and then the second part is when you get to the counter, we we primarily use the QRL. So uh, there's a QR code that you will scan with your phone. Um, and we immediately tell you what that purchase will now be. So it's the 1200 Rand split into three payments of 400 Rand each. And you make the payment and the till is notified that it's been successful for the full amount because we've settled the merchant the full amount. And you can literally put your goods in the bag and, and off you go. I mean, it's a simple, slick, seamless experience, um, and is incredibly powerful because you can now go home, as you said, right, and and try on that jacket, um, and if it doesn't fit, you can come back. They can replace, they can swap it out for you. They can give you a refund. The refunds are now fully automated, um, so it really is a powerful experience um, for that in-store checkout. I think the other part of it is, is that the South African economy is very heavily um very heavily sided to in store, right? Um, you know, only 2% of our economy is is on the e-commerce side, right? Um and there, and there it's very heavily within e-commerce, it's quite heavily swung as well to um the delivery sector, right? The delivery and airline sector is a big part of e-commerce, right? So how much of that 2% is really, is really what I call um, sale, the sale of physical goods that get shipped. Um, so with 98% of it being in store, we had to go in store, right? But the, 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 the key thing is, is that we only work with partners where the utility of the item lasts longer than the actual financing of that item. In other words, I'm not going to finance food for you. I don't think it's a good financial decision <laughs> to go and buy a meal and buy now pay later. It's the wrong thing financially to do. I mean, we the buy now pay later model assumes that you will shop with me for a long period of time because there is very little money in this business. It's a very thin margin business. It, it requires high volume. So if I'm if I'm not Aligned with your financial well-being, then this relationship is not going to last very long, and that's what I mentally is changing the way consumer behaves, and it is becoming the way they pay because we are financially aligned with their good be their you know their health and their well-being, and so again we we don't finance. Short utility items because it's just it's it's not a good idea. No matter if it's free or not, mm. it's, it's just not a good idea.
0: <laughs> actually um now that i've got we've gotten you've gotten us to this point in the discussion um uh, there's just three you know things i want to touch on before we we wrap up and the first one is um uh, exactly where you are right now right that you're not uh funding some of these short-term utility things uh that people do on a daily basis uh what are you guys actually funding, and uh, you know, firstly, and then uh, tied to that is what do consumers themselves tend to use? Uh, Just Now service to actually get. Uh, we often hear about fashion items, etc. But in your case, what are you? What are you seeing?
1: So, so I think there's there's definitely. There's, def- there's definitely two consumers. There's, there's consumers that are using something, using the product to finance something where the utility is is uh, required, and an example would be of a, of that would be a bed. Right, um, we have a number of bed partners where you know buying a new bed is quite an expensive item, and you can't. Not a, lot of, not a lot of people can go and afford to pay for a purchase in a single budgetary period in cash, if you know what I mean. So, so what we're doing for them is we, we're taking that purchase price of a 9,000 rand bed. I'm just going to make it the math simple. And we're literally splitting it into three, three payments of 3,000 rand. We're not charging you more for doing this, right? It's the same, same 9,000 rand that you would be paying in the, in the shop. Um, and so, and, it, and you are buying it in the shop. You're just using us, and we're not charging you to split it. So there's definitely the utility utilitarian side of it, where the people are using it to purchase something that um, they need it to match their cash flow. Firstly, and secondly, they need to split the payment. Um, so there is. Uh, we call them lifestyle goods. There's a very large market in lifestyle goods that um, that is people are using us for. And then there are people that are using us from a convenience perspective because it is just so simple and I can actually keep my money in the bank. So I can keep the money. I can keep the 66% in my bank account, earn in my savings account, earn some interest on it, and I've only actually spent a third. So that's what the the financially astute consumers are doing. And yes, they are using it to buy shoes, they are using it to buy, you know, handbags, uh, lifestyle luxury retail goods. Um and what we are seeing is that people are buying better products or they're buying they're buying, you know, the slightly better quality product. It's actually so instead of buying a product that only lasts them a year, like you know, a, a pair of shoes or whatever it is, a pair of work shoes. They're buying the slightly better product. So to what, instead of the nine hundred rand shoes, they're buying the thousand two hundred rand shoes. That's going to last them longer, and it has not cost them in terms of interest and fees any more than than they had purchased it in cash.
0: You know, on that point. Um... Because uh, I like the fact that you have delineated your different customers, uh, the ones that are spending on your, let's say, your more durable goods like your beds, et cetera, as opposed to your lifestyle items, handbags, et cetera. Um, but... All of it at the end of the day, particularly on the side of lifestyle goods, tends to be more what critics would term as, you know, uh, feeding into consumerism, right? Um, And South Africa is, uh, unfortunately, has that reputation of being uh, what you call this, a nation of spenders as opposed to a nation of savers. And often you have your credit providers getting the brunt, you know, of, uh, of that reputation to say that, um, your credit providers are the ones that are sort of leading the, 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 lambs to, to the slaughter, uh, so to say. So, you know, what's your response, you know, to any of that critique, um, around, um, you know, the models like buy now, pay later, um, lending themselves to over indebtedness or getting more and more people into debt. Um, how does it, uh, feed into the general lending culture of South Africa? Um, yeah.
1: So for me, for me, over indebtedness and, and, and buy now, pay later, I don't think that, well, they're not related. Um, for me at pay Just now, what we do is every single purchase that you make, we are making a decision as to the affordability, your affordability of that particular purchase, and how where you are on your credit journey. We are con- we are con- we we're we're instantly monitoring that. And to be able to uh, make a decision on every single purchase because it is fundamentally important that you have to we can only work with responsible customers. You know, the, the margin in this business is so ultra thin that we cannot work with customers that are not responsible. So we have to make that decision um on and, and we do make that decision on every single transaction to ensure that we are not um, putting you in a in a worse position than you would be today importantly as well we also report your your payment behavior to the credit bureaus so that we are not invisible to the credit market other lenders can actually see that you are a pay just now customer and this is your repayment behavior on your uh, on your purchases so we're not invisible. We know, you know, it's it's not like we are operating in a vacuum. And we are one of the only buy now, pay later operators that do this in the South African market. But And it comes down to us being a responsible business and us being in your best interests. You know, if you, and another example it would be is, is that if you are in debt review, we do not in any way engage with you we it, it we just don't do that, you know it's even though it's a free product it's not available to you if you are mm-hmm. in debt review
0: mm-hmm. no, that certainly makes sense, and especially um if if it it might potentially be something um that gets uh, people further and further into that hole um it makes sense to deny you know that service and at least um what do you call this at least the lure of uh money and profit is, it hasn't been enough to, you know, take you guys, uh, you know, over, you know, that particular line. So as we round up the discussion, then I wanted to end off maybe on a more positive note. Uh, I think we've gone through, you know, most of the nitty gritties. We now understand how the business works, um, the in-store versus online type of dynamic, um, the type of goods that you guys are, you know, looking at. And I wanted to get a sense of the actual type of customer. Um, One of the nice things about chatting to you, because I can tell, that uh, you know, with almost all the responses, there's a, you're almost giving these uh data led type of responses to say that, you know, this is what we're seeing on the platform, this is what's actually going on. Um so I'm very curious to understand who's actually using Buy Now Pay Later, uh, the type of profile. I'm sure it's not, uh, well, it's not monolithic, but I'm pretty sure that there are some common traits, whether the person ha- uh, t- is it primarily people that already have, um, let's say, your credit cards, people that are used to already buying goods online. Like, who's using uh, Pages now?
1: So, I think that, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing what the data can tell you, right? <laughs> the first thing is, is that the majority of our customers are credit adverse customers they hate credit. They do not engage with credit. They do not like credit. They use their debit card. And it's, it's quite amazing actually. So, I, I mean, as mentioned previously, a lot, the majority of our base use a debit card. Um, She is a, she's a woman. She is between 29 and 31 years old. Um. Her net income is a, around eighteen to twenty thousand rand a month um she is employed um she is highly responsible from our from our risk data that we are seeing you know where where um, where where we have defaults she is highly responsible she is someone who likes to work and manage through a budget um she is typically the mom of uh, a family, or very young in in um, in a journey, and she is the person who is buying the school clothes. She is the person who is um is 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 responsible for 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 looking after her family. It might be siblings, it might be um, it might be her children, etc. Um, but she is a highly responsible person, and. She shops both online and in store. It's not like there's only one or the other. Um, so, and yeah, I mean, we don't lend to. You have to be over the age of eighteen, you know. And um, our the, the customers who are under any duress uh, or financial duress is very, very few. Um, and and quite amazingly, she is highly responsible, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, it's been amazing.
0: All right, so that's been us. We were talking to Craig Newborn, who is uh, a co-founder and CEO over at uh, pay Just Now they are by now pay later provider um, in South Africa, giving us some insight into how that business started back in uh, 2019, uh, their funding journey over the years, and you know some of the mechanics uh, that actually go into um, you know running one of these businesses. We spoke a lot uh, just around the type of um, you know cash requirements uh, that are needed because uh, they are immediately um, settling with uh, your merchants on behalf of uh, consumers with every single purchase. And one can imagine that with uh, upwards of 300,000 customers, um, the type of uh, float that they need to have on hand, um, he's saying that um, people are spending money on uh, your durable goods such as your beds, um, but also at the same time, uh, your lifestyle goods such as your shoes and handbags. Uh, tend to be very popular items. And um, one of the more interesting things is what he says at the end to say that um, the typical Pages now customer is actually someone who's averse to, um, you know, credit. Uh, the majority of their base actually uses a debit card, and that um, the typical profile tends to be a woman who is between the ages of uh, 29 and 31. Uh, shout out to the millennials. And, uh, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh also at the same time um talking about um The, some of the safeguards that they have because South Africa has a huge issue when it comes to, uh, credit extension. You know, who does it go to? Um, you know, who's, uh, you know, who's a safe bet, um, when it comes to actually extending some of these credit products. And he's saying if someone is under debt review, for example, they, they just, this is just not something that is open to them. And then, um, lastly, you know, just, uh, you know, this is one of the few times, uh, that I've ever spoken to the founder of a startup um, talking about uh, the perfect uh, match, you know, between you know their business and uh, an investor, right? I often, I often hear about you know people saying that they found you know the right investor, uh, but in this particular case, you can almost see, you know, even without him saying it, the the two businesses are aligned, and uh, it's uh, probably helped them in a big way. But going forward, this is probably going to be one of those things uh, that does lend itself towards. Um, getting more and more people into the the, the world of uh, you know um, e-commerce, but also at the same time just giving people another option to pay for goods and services. Craig, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you very much. I really appreciated your time as well. This, this is Mudius Tech. Tech.
0: Great discussion there with Craig from uh, Pay Just Now. And uh, we've explored the Pay, uh, the Buy Now Pay Later model quite a bit uh, on this platform. But one of the more interesting things about this discussion is the fact that um, this is a business that has differentiated itself by having um, Buy Now Pay Later being available in your uh, physical physical retail environments. Because um, at the end of the day, South Africa is still a predominantly physical retail environment right Uh, that's more culture is still a thing Uh, people are walking in stores all the time people want to touch and feel the goods um, that they're going to purchase so um, it's great to see something like that but the interesting bit is uh, the profile I think um, when it came to, you know, the data that he was presenting to us at the end, you know, 29 to 31 years old, a woman, uh, young family, you know, all of that. And one of the key things I'm interested to see going forward is how the retention uh, on a product like this is going to be Um, are the the women that are using the product right now because we're saying that that's that that's the base uh, that pages now is experiencing right are they going to continue you know going forward um with your with that service uh from pages now if more competitors come into the market how do they differentiate themselves especially when a product is free right that's uh, that's the second piece right to say how do people then differentiate themselves you know any further right especially because it's not like you can come in with cheaper prices right you can maybe come in with cheaper prices on the side of the merchants right Uh, maybe get um, more businesses on board by you know taking up uh, taking up uh, lower commissions that type of thing Uh, but on the consumer side waiting to see what innovation um, comes from there and then going forward the types of credit profiles this is just the third and last one is that the type of credit profiles that Um, a provider like pages now can get or glean uh from uh, the data that's coming out on their platform the purchasing behavior on the platform what what is it going to tell us what type of um, additional products because a lot of the time when you have such credit data what tends to happen is that you then have businesses that then use that data as a way to other to offer other products and services to their customer base and in this particular case if it's buy now pay later type of behavior you know Is there any, uh, are there any ancillary, you know, products uh, that the likes of pages now can then start offering um, to their bases? Are there partners that they could come in with to say, these are our customers, these are the profiles uh, that we're seeing on the ground. Um, If you're interested, you know, you can get in on this. Um, Just waiting to see how that space develops. But uh, what is undeniable is the fact that uh, Apple coming into this space has really shone a light um, on now pages later not only uh, around the world but in south africa as well and that's been it for this edition of the business day spotlight remember that you can find our latest podcasts on business life that's under the podcast business day spotlight tab on twitter we hashtag bd spotlight and remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts.